everyone. Welcome to the Fashion Revolution podcast hosted by Love Thrift. My name is Angela. Today we have a really cool episode for you guys. It's the first interview that we have done on the show. Um, we are interviewing a local reseller here named Weaver um, in Southern Colorado, here in Southern Colorado. Um, he resells vintage men's clothing. Um, in this show, we talk about everything from hip-hop fashion and culture to how um, up-and-coming styles go from just like normal, everyday people to the mainstream um, retailers. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you enjoy it. Again, um, if you're interested in learning more about Weaver or his products, you can find him on Instagram at Poncho's Corner Store, and you can always find us on Instagram at Lovethrift, at Lovethrift USA. Thanks again for watching, guys. Enjoy the show. I guess, let's see, so what you were saying about hip-hop and, like, skate culture, that I think is really interesting, because that in particular, I feel, is kind of where, like you said, like, people kind of get their style. Like, you see people, like, skating on the streets, kind of, and it's like, oh, hey, that's, like, really cool, yeah. and then you see people, like, in fashion magazines, like, that's really cool, but a lot of the time, the fashion magazines get their influence from For sure, the exactly. The, actually, recently, very recently, there was a whole bunch of stuff going on about ASAP Rocky did a collaboration with Under Armour of all people and made a shoe. ASAP Rocky. Mm -hmm. Like the musician, he's a rapper. Um, very, pretty well known, very well known. And he did a collaboration with Under Armour and they made a shoe. And when it came out, the skate community was like up in arms because it bas they basically replicated um, like a really famous skate shoe. It's called the Osiris D3, like really fat. Like early 2000s when everyone was wearing super fat, puffy shoes. Uh -huh. And he basically made that shoe but didn't give proper credit. Okay. So there's been a bunch of stuff going on with that. But yeah, that's like a literal example just recently. When did that happen? Um, Like within the last six months. Oh, last, really? Even earlier than that, probably the last four or five. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And that was released where was the show released? Um, I don't know. It, it might. I think it was just like a special like a special edition kind of thing like you know they always do with sneakers. Uh -huh. um, and people were hyped on it and it's a cool shoe. But it's just one of those things where now there are definitely so many skaters around the world that it's such an iconic shoe. As soon as everybody saw it, if you knew what the original was, you were like, oh, okay, like, that's a little too close. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So everybody kind of had like a, like almost average reaction? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like the shoe. I'd wear the shoe, but I would never get it just because it wasn't, it didn't pay its dues, I guess, in a way. And I like ASAP Rocky, too. But that's one example. Another is definitely the, there's definitely mixed feelings. I think in the skate community about like Thrasher okay. and how popular Thrasher is just as a brand now. Okay. And like lots of people wearing like Thrasher hoodies and Thrasher t-shirts that don't necessarily skate, which is cool because it's spreading the culture. But it's kind of jipping the yeah because you don't really understand anything. Yeah, else. in a way, in a way, I think there's definitely people that take it like that. I personally think it's cool because it's just like, you're spreading it, you know? More okay. people are seeing it if you're wearing it. Yeah. Um, how do you think like hip hop culture ties into that? Because, like, you're a hip-hop artist, and yeah. so you probably see a lot of, like, the good and bad of the fashion industry playing into that. For sure. Um, fashion and hip-hop, obviously, kind of, you know, they've been, like, weaving together ever since, like, the beginning of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. um, and it definitely drives uh, a lot of, like, trends, I feel like. Okay. Um, like, I actually saw a video the other day of um, a rapper, um, like, globally known, talking about how 
rappers need to stop wearing Gucci. He was like, all right, we're going to stop wearing Gucci because there's always been this relationship of uh, hip-hop and fashion and rappers talking about brands but yeah. not really being supported by the brand and the brand not necessarily even maybe wanting them to wear it. Okay. But they're kind of like on their own being like, yeah, this is what's tight. Huh, um, but not really receiving anything in return, which I think is really interesting. Um, and it's actually a really good documentary about uh, Polo Ralph Lauren and like hip-hop and like the history of it. Really? Um, on YouTube somewhere. And um, yeah, that kind of breaks it down really well and just describes how like the intentions of the designer might not... Um, like match the wear. Yes, exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's like the wearer takes it and makes it their own thing, and it might not have matched with the intentions oh, of the design. Okay. And then now it's like something completely different. Huh. Which I think is beautiful. I think that's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, that's a really interesting. It's like alchemy. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because I mean, you would think about it like the designer is almost like an artist. Like you're a hip hop yeah. artist, and so you would say like, I want my music to be interpreted the way that you see it. And then, like, but a fashion designer is like, no, I want it to stay rigid in the way that I design yeah, it, and that's sure. kind of been an issue. In that's really interesting. I think that I think that with any sort of creation, that any sort of art, as soon as you make it and like release it to the world, it's yeah. like no longer yours. Yeah, for real. It's, it's open art. to yeah. interpretation, or it's open to it's also open to like uh, modification. That's really interesting. Yeah, in tons of different ways. But yeah, I definitely see. Um, you know, like, there's this whole, we're in this whole, like, hype beast era where it's more about, like, the hype of something than I think anything else. Maybe even above, like, what you might really think is cool. Right. You know, yeah. like, that might even trump that. And right. Something that's definitely interesting um, about, like, the men's vintage side of things, especially, like, 80s, 90s kind of stuff that I'm into, mm -hmm. is that there's brands that are obviously really popular, yeah. but not every product from that brand is going to, like, be a big seller. So it's like, for example, if you find, like, a Tommy Hilfiger polo with, like, a really little small flag on it, someone's not going to want that as much as something that says, boom, Tommy right. Hilfiger, because they, the like, front. exactly, yeah. they want you to know that this right. is what I'm wearing. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that is? I mean, aside from, like, the visual effect of it. I think it's, like, I don't know, probably some sort of, like, a status thing. Yeah. You know, if something is... If something is deemed, like, cool by the culture, and then you can, like, acquire it, mm -hmm. and then, like, wear it, then maybe in a way, like, it involves you in the culture, and you yeah. feel, like, a part of that. It's like an inclusion kind of thing. Yeah, 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 in a sense. Really sense. And I'm not necessarily, um, I enjoy all the stuff that I find, mm -hmm. and I like it, Yeah. and I would potentially wear it, but I don't really keep a lot of that stuff right. for myself, necessarily. Yeah. Um, Why do you think that is? I think I'm just... I understand, like, from a business point of view, I understand that um, this is what people want. Right. But that's yeah. not what I want. I'm just, yeah. I don't know, I'm always trying to be, like, uh, forward thinking. and um, I've always just kind of done my own thing and dressed my own way. And um, I'll add in some of those, like, some of those brands and some of those items, like, here yeah. and there. But I think it's just because I realized it's really, it's a really interesting balance because, obviously, like, I'm doing this for a living. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I realized the... Uh, there's, it's kind of like a, it's like a smoke screen. Like, it's not that, like, it doesn't really mean anything, you know? Right, yeah. This doesn't actually give you, like, any sort of status. Right, exactly. It's more of, like, your, like, what you do with it, what you, mm -hmm. what you understand about it, and how you can kind of, like, help yeah. people. Yeah, it's easy to, I think it's easy to fall into, like, you know, using brand names or items or whatever it is to cover up 
something, you know. Right, yeah. You Whatever. Know? And that's mean. not always the case by any means. People yeah. that start definitely just appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, they like it aesthetically, and I fall into that category for sure. Yeah. There's certain things where like, I get something really cool, and it's like, you know, you wear it and you do feel good. You're yeah. Like, is. There is yeah. like something but empowering it's you. about it. It's, it's more of like, yeah. as opposed to like, I like it because of the brand. It's more of, I like it because exactly. it's like Exactly. Yeah. It's like a, it complements like your flavor, if you yeah. will, your style, yeah. as opposed to that, that. That's what it is. Yeah. You're under that. I think you said something really interesting that I kind of wanted to go back to. Um, you mentioned like fashion is almost. Maybe not. Maybe like some way to include yourself in some sort of group, but also like a status symbol. You mentioned mm-hmm. how much um, of a role do you think social media has played into that as of lately, and how do you think that's going to affect fashion in the future? Definitely a huge role. Yeah, because it, it. I think it just gives even more, even more ways and even more avenues to for people to establish what it is that's cool or what yeah. it is that's like in style you like know? a marker on the yeah market. and because obviously instagram is all visual right. mm-hmm. it's it's visual. yeah like you know going back to what i just said about like hip-hop and rappers talking about brands and songs like it's different for you to hear it all the time mm-hmm. than for you to see it you know right. once yeah. you're hearing it and seeing it and you're just exposed to it in all ways um yeah it's just it's just pushing everything forward which i think is cool yeah and i mean the, instagram is one of the platforms i sell on like I saw directly off yeah, Instagram, so like a lot of people. Message you yeah, that. for sure. And um, I think that's new. Like that's newer, and I think that's gonna expand somehow. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. necessarily, but um, yeah, it's a good it's a good platform for for just putting things out there um, for people to enjoy and appreciate, and even just for promotional purposes. Yeah. But it's also a great way just to sell it directly. Like there's. Yeah. Two sides. There's people that don't necessarily sell directly off their page, mm-hmm. but they'll post things that they have and they'll direct you elsewhere right. to mm-hmm. buy it. Um, whereas my approach for my Instagram was from the get go was like I want this to be like my storefront, mm-hmm. so I want everything to like be cohesive and yeah. you can just look through it and be like, alright, that's smart. And then I guess what gave you the idea to start selling off Instagram? Did you did you hear that other people were selling off of it? I think I I think I kind of saw people doing it. In a, in a way, mm-hmm. not the way that I was doing it, or the, no, not the way that I've ended up doing it. Right. Uh, but yeah, I saw I just saw people that were doing it in some capacity mm-hmm. or another, and was like, oh, like you know, this might work. This might work, yeah. and it's like you, there's so many eyes. You know, it's like really you, you're an eBay user, so you know, it's like you could list something on eBay that you mm-hmm. think is really cool, and then you look like a month later and right. it's got like ten and views. You're shocked. You're like, I thought this was going to get yeah, like and you're like that many people are going to watch it. So it's like if I put if you have, um, you know, like 2,000 followers and say you average like 200 people, 250 people looking at your story every day, you put something on there, within a day, within 24 hours right. before it's even gone, you got 200 people that have looked at it. Yeah, and that's quite a difference compared to even where you may be getting like 20 views yeah. and at the same time you're competing with other people who might have the same exact product sure. at a similar or lower price. It's kind of like your own little, yeah. like, condensing. For sure. And it allows, I just think it, it allows more freedom for how you want to present things. Right. There's so many different ways to do it. Like I have, I, I take, I'm a, I'm an artist kind of first and foremost, like a, a musician, but also like a visual artist and I just appreciate aesthetics. And so when I started uh, selling off my Instagram, I knew that I wanted it to be a certain way and I'm just stuck to that. Very unique. Not yeah. unique, but maybe uniform. Is For sure. Different. Yeah. Very uniform. Like the way I think about it is that if I'm going to be selling strictly online, mm-hmm. this is my storefront. It's like right. you go into a shop, you, 
it makes you feel good as a customer when you see, you know, an owner or an employee, like, sweeping the floor or, like, you know, tidying yeah, things up. Place, so yeah. it's like, I want to make this as clean as possible so that when you go to my page, you're like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And I, even more than just, uh, than just potential buyers, like, I want other resellers to look at it and be like, oh, this is sick. Yeah. But at the same time, I have friends that um, will just take a picture, like, right out of the cart. Mm-hmm. They'll just take whatever it is that they find. No They're way. finding crazy stuff, take pictures out of the cart, and they sell stuff like crazy. Really? Like, no more or no less than I do. Huh. So it's like, there's so many different ways to do it. That's you know? so interesting. So you kind of can just bring your own personal Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. And I've seen, since since I started doing it heavy, I've seen a lot of different people doing it in a lot of different ways. Why do you think, I guess, every different way drives results? Regardless of how, like, how detailed they are. Because you said somebody's taking pictures of yeah. the Yeah. That that's uh that's my friend Noah Jim Senanim and here in Colorado Springs as well, and he is looking. Where it's it's interesting how you can have like multiple individuals within like the same niche that are looking for different things. Right. Yeah. And so there's things that he'll throw back that I'll take and like vice versa. Mm-hmm. But I, part of it for him, I think, and for other people that do this as well, is that they're looking for items that are like such a high quality. Like really high, really high quality yeah. that it's just like people people are gonna jump on it as soon as they see it. Right. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be like taken home, like set up on a mannequin yeah. or like laid out and you right. know displayed beautifully. It's yeah. just like the the quality of the product it speaks for itself, um, and it works in that way. Whereas for me, it's like I sell. I try and obviously get high quality items whenever I can, mm-hmm. but as a business and to like to you know to fund. Mm-hmm. You know, my life and everything that I do. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, filler items, if you will. Yeah, for you sure. Because you need, it's cash flow. At exactly. The end of the day. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. if, I can, if I know that I can pick something up, that I'll make 15, 20 bucks off of what I'm going to pick Yeah. And then you do that two or three times a day, and it's like, it's not yeah. really a 15 or 20 dollar item. Exactly. So it's like, if I was if I was just taking a picture of that in my cart, yeah, <laughs> probably exactly. wouldn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I've looked at some of the stuff on your page, and what I thought was really cool was, that you're not just maybe going for like vintage stuff or brand name stuff, but you're also looking at style, which I thought was really interesting because, like you mentioned, um, like brand is put on such a high pedestal, but at the same time, I think maybe this might be like style making a comeback yeah. because, like, brand might not be as important as for sure. Maybe it might not be on that pedestal. Right. Yeah, I totally agree, and that part of that just comes from I don't know. You think you're just... I, I, it's definitely true. You're definitely right. I was thinking about that today. Um, I, yeah, I think that... I think you're right. I think that shift is coming. Yeah. And I think whether I'm aware of it, aware of it or not, um, um, you know, maybe tra- helping in some way or another to, sure. to move that along. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's... Like you said, it's less about, like, this is hot. Like, this is a crazy item that has this brand name. Um, and more about, like, I just think this looks cool. Yeah. Or, like, when I see something, like, I think about things in, like, outfits all the time. Right. If I see something, I'm like, oh, like, this is how I put this with this. I've had friends tell me before, like, um, I had a friend tell me, she was like, I don't think you realize that, like, putting together, like, an outfit or outfits in the way that you do, like, not everybody has that tendency. You know, we all have different skill sets. it's a really, really fine-tuned skill. So the one thing that I liked about, um, like, being in person and, like, doing pop-up event was that, Somebody might be looking at something that they like mm-hmm. and they're interested in, but maybe in their head they're like, 
I really like this, but I don't know what I'm going to wear it with. Right. Whereas I could be like, oh, you could wear it with this, or you could wear it like this. You kind of show them the different things. Yeah, exactly. There's so many different options. Um, Aside from, I guess, hip-hop, what made you get into reselling? Did you just have a big passion for... Yeah, I used to, like, with along with my music, all my merchandise used to be at a brand called Space Camp. Okay. And so, like, instead of, like, Weaver merch, mm-hmm. I just have, like, all the Space Camp merch. Okay. Um... And so I got a background in the graphic design, and so I was just designing all my own stuff and, and selling it like that. And that's kind of how I built, like, my customer base in Lawrence that I ended up then okay. later selling vintage stuff to was through that. Um, but, yeah, like I said, when I was in California, it was just kind of out of convenience more than anything. I've always bought, um, like, thrifted stuff for myself. I've never been the type of person to, like, buy something full price. Yeah. Um, and I've always been into vintage stuff, and so I just figured that, you know, like I said, we have different skill sets, and if I realize that I have an eye for things that I think are cool and maybe other people think are cool as well, then it's like I could use this to my advantage. Yeah, somebody else is going to have similar or exact yeah, same hopefully, yeah, 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 for sure. What's okay? So you were thrifting in LA, which I think is interesting. I'm from Orange County mm-hmm. originally, and so I just from living there, I know there's a lot of people in that whole region. Yeah. So I'm curious what. I guess, like, volume differences you saw in the amount of clothing that was available for resale there versus here? I, did, I didn't go to the bins locations there. Okay. Um, do they have bins there? Yeah. They do? Sure, most big cities. Okay. Um, I don't know. You know, to be honest, like, where I was, I was more like the South Bay area, like Manhattan Beach, like Redondo Beach, like that. Yeah. Um, and there was... A lot of good stuff. I didn't necessarily see anybody when I was out that oh, I could really? tell was like probably selling the same type of stuff as oh, me. That's interesting. Um, yeah, but there's always probably competition for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Would you say there's more or less thrift stores there? Probably a lot more because there's yeah, there's a lot. Like just because of the volume of people. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely a lot. Would you say you find different styles out there? Out here. A little bit. I mean, here you definitely get more like winter stuff. Obviously, yeah. Um, a lot of like, stuff. yeah, a lot of like snow stuff. Yeah. Um, like ski inspired stuff and like sporty, like outdoorsy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you see like a lot of higher fashion labels? Like, I'm guess I guess. I don't know, like, yeah, a little bit for sure. Yeah, because of the demographic. Like, I don't know if you have a demographic that's you know, making a bunch of money and then they're yeah. buying things for their kids. Like, right. a lot of them are probably going to buy nice stuff and then that ends up getting donated right. and so on and so forth. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I did definitely see some, like, high-end stuff there. I can't say for sure if there was, like, a higher volume of it there than here. Yeah. But. But there's still, I'm sure, like, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, pounds and pounds and pounds of it. Yes. Okay. Well, I want to be respectful of your time but i do want to make sure that people can find a way to like contact you if they wanted to or shop your store so um if you want to maybe share your, like your instagram name or if you have like a website that people can follow yeah you instagram is the best way um okay. just at poncho's corner store okay. uh, poncho is p-a-n-c-h-o cool yeah. and that's the best way to buy your stuff for sure if they want to shop your store yeah i have my um my ebay store link in my bio on there so you can always go that route as well but a lot of people just end up buying directly awesome. off, off the page. Cool. Awesome, yeah. man. Well, I appreciate you doing this. Of course. Thank really you. Really nice of you to take your time. <laughs> I yeah. know you're super busy. <laughs> I'll shake your hand and then I'll <laughs> sh